0: Hello, my lovers, my puppies, my kittens, my schmoopies. Hi. How you doing? I was in New York recently shooting a flick, a short flick. And uh, <laughs> when I came back, my one of my dearest friends, uh, she and her husband, took me out to dinner. And when they dropped me off at the end of dinner... She pointed out, Nadezh, what is up with the New York accent? <laughs> and can I just say, I haven't been able to get out of it. What? Anyway, at the time of this recording, it is the holiday season, and I am taking the opportunity to say... Happy, 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 merry Hanukkah, all that jazz, whatever you celebrate and believe in and practice, it is yours and only yours, and I dare not impose my own on you. It is that time of year, however, when (sighs) we seem to part ways on an uh, emotional scale, right? Some are thrilled, especially children, I imagine um they <laughs> look forward to their to santa claus or you know hanukkah the lighting of uh, the candles on different nights and receiving one present each night i'm envious but that's neither here nor there okay so some of us are thrilled we're looking forward to seeing family reuniting and due to the last year or two. Um, some of us are seeing families for the first time and it's joyful and I wish you all the joy and peace. For others, however, they get the blues, the winter blues. There's something sad about, or lonely rather, I should say, about the holidays. I've experienced this myself uh, on several occasions throughout the year where right around this time you reflect It is the end of a calendar year, after all, and soon it'll be time to assess and reassess and make plans that we may or may not (laughs) be tethered to or commit to fully. This episode, however, I have enjoyed. Can I just say, I got my mojo back after chatting up with my guest about this really It's an interesting side hustle, but it's also a need, obviously. A professional cuddler. What the fuckery is a professional cuddler? Well, we're about to find out. I'm Nadesh August, as you should know by now, your host. (laughs) If this is your first time with us, welcome, bienvenue, welcome in, bienvenido, and all that jazz. And here's what you can expect. What the Fockery was, and still is, a podcast about the things we hear about but don't know enough about, a series of conversations dedicated to hearing firsthand from the very people whose lifestyle, truths, experiences or concepts we struggle with understanding, the very things we should know about but are afraid to discuss. Our subjects and topics may or may not be mainstream, but our guests and sometimes experts are in it, living their truth whether we accept them or not. And if in that process we manage to bring clarity to you, oh, and inspire you, dear listener, then thank you for being curious, open, and willing in that vein today, whether you're listening to this post-holidays or whenever. My guest is Taylor. yep, just Taylor. Full disclosure, we have opted to keep complete anonymity. Ah, oh, that's a mouthful. Love that word. I was worried I was gonna stumble on it, but I didn't. Yay, me. So she um does this for a one of her mm, avocations, I guess. You may have heard of cuddling, right? We all know what that is. We think we do. I know when I get lonesome, I just want to be held. And you want to have that person to talk with and be intimate with, sometimes in a non-sexual way, mostly if you're feeling the blues. Um, and <laughs> mercifully, there is that out there available So, without giving away all of the convo, I thought it was so exciting when I struck gold by meeting her, and uh, she happens to do that, as well as many other things, because we are never just one thing, are we? And uh, she is here to tell us how she got started, what it entails where she's at with it, just really from, as I say, as we say here at What the Fockery, that lifestyle, that truth, that concept. If you haven't done so already, please hit that subscribe button. We haven't much, (laughs) much more to go. I'm excited to say something that you will hear in the podcast about the longevity of What the Fockery. It's been a beautiful ride. It'll go on for a bit longer, but uh, at some point, all good things must come to an end. And uh, before they do, please write a lovely review, (laughs) share, and uh, support however you can. We have a Patreon page. You can support through Anchor. Any and all support is welcome. Without further ado, let's do this.
1: Let's do it. Welcome, Taylor. Hello, thank you.
0: Taylor, what the fuckery is a cuddler?
1: So a professional cuddler is someone who, I guess, offers cuddling to people who need it. Lots the lonely people in this world. Physical touch is super important. And I offer that service. Nice. Uh, how, mm-hmm.
0: how does one even Okay, first of all, how long have you been doing this now?
1: In February, it'll be two years.
0: Wow. And do you mm-hmm. enjoy it?
1: Most of the time. There's, there's, you know, it depends on the person, but it can be enjoyable. I would like for it to be enjoyable all the time, but you know, you get some creeps here and there.
0: <laughs> How does one even begin to become a professional cuddler? What was your journey like? What got you started or even interested?
1: So, my friend started and I had heard about it, but I never really crossed my mind to even look into it. Um, but when they started, <clears throat> they're making like lot of money doing this and I was like wow okay cool um and then I made my profile on a website called the cuddle comfort and it took me a few months to like gain the courage to actually start but once I started I was like this is pretty cool and just been going since then
0: how does that work do you have to pay this website to be listed on it's sort of like a directory right
1: So you apply to be a professional cuddler. Mm -hmm. And if you're a woman, you don't have to pay. If you're a man, I think you have to pay $20 a month. I'm not sure why, but they make their money by through your bookings. um, They take 15% out.
0: Oof, Is that a lot? It is.
1: Yeah, it's annoying. Honestly, Mm -hmm. I'd prefer they didn't do that. (laughs)
0: yeah fifteen seems a little steep. Um, mm-hmm. so how often do you do you choose your hours? Do you choose which day you work or does it matter?
1: yeah i mean i I just look at this site, see if I have any messages, and if I'm free, I take those bookings and a lot of people like to book in advance a few weeks too so um you know, if I'm not working, then I'm trying to cuddle.
0: <laughs> Do you have uh, a st- uh, regular customers who come back and they have a standing appointment with you, no matter what?
1: Um, I have regulars that we don't really like. We, it's not like we meet like, oh, we're going to meet every Tuesday or something like that. Like they'll they'll message me and be like, hey, you know, I want to have a, an appointment soon. When are you free? Something like that. But I love my. My one regular I have right now, he's the sweetest. I love him so much. He just, like, orders pizza, and we watch movies together. While cuddling? We don't even really cuddle. I think he he just, you know, needs that connection. He, like, confides – yeah, connection. Like, he confides in me a lot. I think there is something special about just, like, opening up to a stranger who is not going to judge you as well. Like, I feel like a lot of my job is just, like, listening to –
0: Mm-hmm. Do these men get vetted before they get on the website a little bit so that you're not in danger?
1: No, that's the thing they don't. So I have had a few um, not so pleasant interactions on site. Um, but you know, that's part of it. I, I li- I'm lucky that all my roommates, we all do the same thing, so we kind of look out for each other sound travels super easily in this apartment like all i would have to do is be like help and i'd have like three girls running to my rescue so we all look out for each other and i'm grateful for that because you know yeah can you can you share a creepy experience um yeah i can uh there's a bunch um let me think so The first one that comes to mind, I was just telling someone about this last night, I think. Um, It was a man who had cuddled two of my other roommates already. And one of my roommates told me she cuddled him and he kept, like, trying to feel her armpits. And I was like, that's super weird. Um, So when he was cuddling me, I didn't even know that he had cuddled them yet. And he starts, like, going through my armpits. And I'm like, have you been here before? and he was like oh yeah I have and I was like strange you didn't tell me that and then the rest of the session he's trying to um this happens a lot actually he was trying to like shove his erection into me and I was you know dodging that um and at the end of the session he lectured me on why I shouldn't have avoided touching him there you know it's like it's weird I was like That's not part of this. Um, this is platonic, you know, I, you didn't ask me or anything like I'm not obligated to touch you in those places. So the, the lines get skewed, um, a lot when it comes to like arousal in the sessions. So Hmm. gotta be careful with some of them.
0: Right. Um, So what does this cuddling look like? Because when I think of cuddling, I think of big spoon, small spoon. Is Mm
1: -hmm. that all there is? You know, I never knew that there were so many cuddling positions (laughs) until I started doing this. Um, Sometimes I'll get someone who wants to change positions every like five minutes and I'm like we were just getting comfy like what are we doing (laughs) um but yeah there's like the honeymoon position there's there's a bunch of different ones but Uh for the most part I like to just lay like on their chest and like kind of avoid positions that can spark arousal
0: smart yeah. mm-hmm. so they have, do you, are there names for every different position all these different positions or are you just kind of find um, them organically
1: there may be there probably are names for all of them but i don't know that <laughs> sometimes they'll like they'll throw a name at me and i'm like i i'm not sure what that one is <laughs> but we can try
0: mm-hmm. now so they come to your home um your roommates who do this as well, do you uh, give each other warnings about, hey, someone's going to come over and you're aware that? So you never do this if you're alone, like someone no. is always in the house.
1: Yeah. I When I first started, um, I lived with my sister, but she was home a lot, um, like back home at our family's house. And I would close her door and turn her lights on and play music in her room. And be like, "Hey, my roommates in there." Just so you know, um, but I don't, I don't cuddle alone. I mean, there's four of us here, so I'm never really alone in this apartment, which is good. Um, but yeah, I prefer to cuddle at least with people for the first time while there are others around.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, can I ask you, on average, ballpark figure, how long does a cuddling session last and how much is the going rate
1: okay so usually um so my rate is 130 i started at 100 you can choose your rate i think like the average rate for most people that they charge is 100 per hour um most of the time people want to do one to two hours the longest one, I've ever one, done in one seating. Mm-hmm. The longest I've ever done was like four hours, I think. That was that was okay though, because we just like watched movies and it was he was fine, he was like very respectful. Um, but yeah, hmm.
0: uh, are there on the site? Do you get to see who the other um professional cuddler? cuddlers are
1: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah um it's so on the site there's something called karma and once you cuddle with someone you can leave them you know this was a great cuddle like i recommend like booking with them so sometimes like i'll go to a professional's page and see like the karma that they have with a bunch of other people to you know kind of rent them in a way Mm -hmm. to see if, um, those cuddlers were good to go.
0: (laughs) Does, does this work? Okay. So first of all, is this work considered part of sex work?
1: I, so I guess it depends who you ask. I consider it a form of like light sex work because, um, although most of the time it is platonic, um, I know a lot of the times it does go like um, further than that. Um, and even, even if it, it only remained platonic, there's this like layer of intimacy that you can't take away from it. So yeah, I would consider it sex work.
0: And it's on the low end. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's not, you know, actual penetrate penetrative sex right 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 yeah you you think there are other professional cuddlers who cross that line once in a while probably who knows right
1: definitely yeah
0: have you ever cuddled a guy that you're like oh yum you are hot (laughs)
1: um i think so yeah once he was he was cute um he had an accent which helped um why does an
0: accent help you like accents
1: I love accents oh okay (laughs) okay fair enough um and he was just really respectful and sweet and I was like why can't they all be like you (laughs) but yeah that was like the one time other than that um it's a it's a mix it's a it's a mix what is your what does your
0: um client base look like on average age range like youngest to oldest that you've had
1: the youngest i've ever cuddled with was 20 um he was super sweet he was like an a pharmaceutical student like super stressed out just like didn't have the time to like decompress and like you know um so he was great um and the oldest Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Probably in the 60s. Mm-hmm. Um, but around like my average is probably like 30s to 40s, I would say. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you find out much about their personal lives or as much as they are willing to share? Do you ask questions or they just volunteer, "Oh, I'm married" or "I have a girlfriend," but <laughs> I need this.
1: Oh, I always ask. <laughs> Why do you ask um, out of curiosity I'm, or? I'm nosy, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, sometimes they're really open. Sometimes they share a lot with me. Other times I can tell they're like, I work in finance and I'm like, you're so big. Like, but you know, they, they don't wanna share and that's okay. Um, but yeah, it depends. Sometimes a lot of the time they're married and they just, they're lacking intimacy. Um, so they they go to total comfort, and there I am. Do <laughs> mm-hmm. you think you provide
0: something emotional for them, like, or does it ever become sort of like an emotional relationship, where is there is that connection, where you either of you miss each other if you don't see each other?
1: I think on their end, um, I've experienced a few times um, this this bond that's created and I I mean it's hard to avoid I understand why it happens like it's an intimate experience but um sometimes I I had this one client once who started wanting to just like hang out um like not pay and I was like well you know like this is my job I'm providing a service for you like I'm like you can't control that you develop these feelings, but like I need to like maintain some sort of professionalism here mm-hmm. and boundaries. not really cross these boundaries. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Good for you. Good for you. <laughs>
0: um, does, do you, does this interfere at all with your own personal relationships? Like, or do you even have a personal, like, you know, you se- you separate this work from you and whomever you're into. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I separate it completely. I I mean, I'm always upfront. I always tell whoever I'm seeing, this is what I do. Um, I'll even, you know, I'll be like, oh, I have a cuddle later. I can't hang out, like, type of thing. Um, I was seeing someone who would always ask me, how was work today? Like, because he knew that I was just, like, cuddling. And I was like, it was good. You know, like, I, I can only be with someone who thinks that, who doesn't think it's an issue, you know? Mm -hmm. Who isn't, like, threatened by the fact that I do this or jealous or, you know. Have you encountered
0: relationships like that where the person was not comfortable with what you do?
1: Not yet. Um, If they were, I didn't, I wasn't aware. (laughs) Um, But I haven't run into that yet.
0: In this cuddling site, or even you personally, do you have a preference in terms of gender identities, or doesn't matter? A cuddle is a cuddle.
1: I have absolutely no preference, but um, I'm only getting requests from men. Mm-hmm. I've never received a request from a woman or a non-binary person, or anything other than like a cis male. So that's just, uh, I guess, I don't know. I don't know what that says.
0: (laughs) Right. But so when you're uh, uh, applying to the site, do you have to say a preference or you just say I'm open or do they even ask?
1: You can like on your profile um, and you can also search for cuddlers. Um, Like you can like set your preference. Um, I, I've, I never had one. But, um, you know, the men are the one who, like, you usually seek out the service the most. So mm-hmm. that's just what my clientele is. Does your
0: family know what you do?
1: They do. They yeah. do? They know um, you're a professional cuddler? They do. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, not by choice. It kind of slipped up. So my sister told my mom, um, a little bit after my dad died, so we we're all really delusional. <laughs> so she she told my mom, and my mom kind of didn't really know how to react to it, but she was like, okay, I guess as long as you guys are being safe and all that. Um, and also, like, shocked at the idea of it, because, like, who who pays to cuddle, you know? Like, she was like, what are you really doing with these men? <laughs> um, but she knows. Um my uncle knows. He he was very concerned. He was like, Are you is this safe? You know? Um, but yeah, everyone knows that I do it. I don't think my grandparents know. They don't really need to know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine trying to explain that fuckery to them, right?
1: <laughs> like absolutely not.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I wouldn't advise against it unless you had super progressive young grandparents, you know.
1: Mm. And I do not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, of course, you never thought in a million years you'd be doing this.
1: No, not at all. And it's funny because when I was talking to you and everyone on set about it, I... I, everyone is asking so many questions and I, it clicked. I was like, oh, this like isn't that normal, you know? Like, cause I live in this bubble where everyone that I know kind of does it and we talk about it constantly. And like, you know, it's a big part of our lives. But when you talk to people who don't have experience with it or have only like vaguely heard of it and all these questions come up, I'm like, oh, I guess this is, yeah, this is a very like different line of work." <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, because you, you know, especially
0: during the pandemic, were you seeing people, because I imagine it was a lonely time for most people if they were respecting this whole thing.
1: Right, yeah, so during the pandemic, it didn't really slow down much. Um, you know, we we tried to be careful, as careful as we could be. Um, you know, if we were both, like, Quarantining. I didn't really see an issue with, you know, meeting up for these sessions if we were being safe. Um, but yeah, it didn't really slow down. A lot of people were super lonely. Um did you see an uptick though? I'm not sure. I think it's weird the way the site works. There's like an algorithm where you won't get messages for like two weeks. And then all of a sudden your inbox will be flooding. So I'm if if there was an uptick, it it was probably because of the algorithm. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are you ever
0: tempted to just do deal with your clients directly and cut out the middleman or you you feel safer having the middleman?
1: Um, well, usually once we we just like talk through the site, once once you book something on the site, you can send like your information with your phone number and all that. So after we have something booked, like I we're done with the site. Um like if we book in the future, I'm not gonna go on the site so they can take fifteen percent, you know. So um it. yeah. <laughs> well you're a good businesswoman. Try to be. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Um, ballpark, how old are you?
1: I am twenty-four.
0: You are gorgeous, by the way. Simply uh, said So you're probably <laughs> one of the top rated uh cuddlers on on that site.
1: I don't know about that. Um, that's really sweet of you to say, but um you know it everyone has like their what they like. Everyone like uh, me and my roommates, we all look super different. Um and it's strange because we get a lot of the same cuddlers. Um, so I don't know if it's based off of I don't. I'm not sure what what they look for. <laughs> right, it's
0: probably variety being the spice of life.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Hey listeners, the term self-care is thrown around a lot these days, and deservedly so, and I think we can all agree that mental health is part of self-care, and one of the many reasons we tell ourselves is lack of time and money. Well, BetterHelp.com is the world's largest counseling service. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. Now, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed, accredited, and board-certified therapist in under 24 hours therapy from the comfort of your own space. What could be better than that? You can schedule weekly video sessions or phone sessions with your own personal counselor. You can log into your account at any time from anywhere to send a message to your counselor. BetterHelp makes it easy and free to change your counselor if you ever needed to. Um, It's very affordable. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. So get started today. And you, as a What the Fockery listener, get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com forward slash Fockery10. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash Fockery10. In fact, use Fockery10 as a promo code and discount code anytime and anywhere you um, use our sponsors. Okay, back to our program. Speaking of radiant health, garbage in, garbage out, as we know. Well, I have subscribed to this new meal service. It is called Vestro, V-E-E-S-T-R-O. Whether you are working from home or commuting to work or going to school or just doing life, when you're too tired to cook or you're too busy, guess what? You end up inevitably that fast food drive through looks amazing, doesn't it? I've been there, done that. Guilty, guilty, guilty. And we just end up making perhaps not the best health decisions, Well, Vistro makes these delicious chef-inspired plant-based healthy alternative meals delivered straight to your home anywhere in the U.S. All you have to do is just heat and enjoy. Some of them follow the recipe. If it says in the oven, do it in the oven. Microwave, microwave. However, all I know is for me personally, it has been a game changer. It's saved some time, my health and my portion control. My favorites from Vistro. Okay. My absolute favorite, you guys, is this impossible gluten-free lasagna. Can I just say I have fooled a friend who's Italian, who just loves these lasagna. And when he discovered that I you know, tricked him, he was just really blown away. I also like their jackfruit pozole, the Moroccan melange. I could go on, but I do. So I order a la carte. It's just how I do it. Uh, but why am I sharing this with you? Well, here's what Nadege August does for her lovers, puppies, kittens, and movies. If I love something, I just reach out to the company now and I go, hey, I have a podcast. I have people who listen. What can we do? I want to give them a discount and share this with them. And, of course, they obliged. So the best part of all of this is that the What the Fockery family, you, my lover, puppy, kitten, Shmoopy, and your friends and family, feel free to share this code, is Fockery25. Punch that puppy in at checkout where it says promo code, and you will get 25% off. Just go to Vestro.com. That is V-E-E-S-T-R-O.com you can either automate or just order your meals at Holocart. Healthy meals. The links are, of course, in the show notes. And you know what? You don't have to subscribe. I just do like 10 meals every 15 days because based on my lifestyle, that is all I need. Uh, And you're not tethered to it, right? You try it once. You're not crazy about it. Stop. But I promise you, you'll be hooked. It doesn't hurt. Vistro.com. Calm, Fockery25. Ooh, we, we are spilling some tea, wouldn't you say? My lovers, my puppies, my kittens, my schmoopies. Listen, I don't know about you, but I'm more likely to stick with a healthy habit if I know why it's helping me. And that's why I'm happy that we are now being sponsored by Peak tea. Now, why do I love peak tea so much? Well, other than the obvious fact that they are sponsoring the podcast, they are also offering you, my listeners, my lovers, my puppies, my kittens, my shmoopies, a discount, Fockery 5, 5% at everything you order. Uh, use code Fockery 5 at checkout. But back to why. So here's what I found out there are three secrets to unlocking the benefits of plants and to maximize. The health potentials. Number one, antioxidants. They are known as nature's cleanup crew. Uh, they are found in green tea, black tea, elderberry, turmeric, all things that they have. Antioxidants help protect cells against harmful effects and free radicals and oxidative stress resulting from aging, environmental toxins, and more. And uh, number two, science tells us the benefits of the plants are groundbreaking. But why are so many experiencing minimal benefits? Well, because the key to getting the most nature has to offer is lies in its quality, quality. Well, peak tea takes the highest quality plant ingredients from supreme sources, like from Aswan, Egypt, to Kagoshima, Japan. They then extract the bioactive compounds in the tea and the super plants at cold to low temperatures for up to eight hours using uh, what they call the cold extraction technology. And the final result, it's an amazing antioxidant. the antioxidants are actually preserved in whole form. And finally, radiant health. My gosh, radiant health comes with consistency and Peak Teas products are designed to be simple, effective and enjoyable. Trust me, take it from someone who is now a Peak Tea fan and addict. I do their Pu'er tea. Great for your microbiome. Their green tea in the afternoon. Oh, by the way, the Pu'er has gotten me off coffee in the mornings. Oh, my New York just came out. Off. get off of me <laughs> uh if you hop over to our uh, instagram page you will see the tea what it looks like their matcha is to die for but here's the thing you will never want to use a tea bag again because they come in crystal forms all you have to do is just add hot or cold water to your peak tea crystals and done 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 go to peak that's p i q u e. T-E-A links and show notes, of course, and use discount code Fockery five at checkout for five percent. Whenever you need a little pick me up, just get some pick tea, pick tea. All right. <laughs> Back to the show. You know, I, I wonder and what are your thoughts on this? Because I haven't thought of this uh, enough to have an opinion do you think it's you if you were in a relationship, say you were married and you found mm-hmm. out your husband was going to a professional cuddler, would you think of him as cheating on you and being unfaithful? Or would you say no? There's not nothing's been crossed.
1: Um I that's a good question. I I would be more concerned um why he felt the need to go pay someone for this service because you know the married men that I see there's something very lacking in the relationships that they have so I would be I would just be like what's wrong we need to fix something you know Mm -hmm. um I don't know if I would see it as cheating as more of a sign of like something's up and we need to address it Right. Because, you know, there's a stereotype
0: that women are the ones who need all that cuddling and men are not into it. So it is surprising to hear that married men pay to just be held. Mm -hmm. That's that's so, so interesting. Yeah. Um, And also, I wonder if in their minds they're not thinking of it as being unfaithful um, because you can't help but wonder, well, if there is an issue, why don't you try to fix it? Why is this the way you're fixing it? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, in a more practical sense, hygiene-wise, do you have a whole thing that you tell them they need to do? Like, uh, do you care what they present themselves as? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, please yeah. shower before you come.
1: <laughs> well, I have um, a funny story about that. But before I get to that, um, usually they they come and they change their clothes. Um, So it's like no outside clothes in my room and my bed. Um, So that's good. And most of the time they smell decent, but I actually had this client recently who who was super young, like actually really good looking, really sweet, but I think he was really nervous. And he, I've never smelled someone (laughs) like that in my life. And as soon as I smelled him, like as soon as he walked through the door I was like oh no my poor bed my hair is gonna smell like him this is awful um and I didn't I didn't know what to say because he was I did not want to embarrass him you know and I think he knew because like how do you not know Mm -hmm. when you smell like that (laughs) you'd be surprised
0: because we don't smell ourselves t- unless we choose to try to sniff, you know. That's um, true. Yeah. I'm
1: super self aware of like how I smell, so I expect others to. Smell.
0: Yeah. How did you handle that? <laughs> did you just like put cover your nose? You stop breathing.
1: At a certain point, you don't realize it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he, yeah, he, uh, he had a session with my roommate directly after our session, so he went upstairs. And I, I, when my other roommate was sitting on the couch and I went, smell me, smell me. <laughs> she, smelled me. she was like, oh my God. I was like, yep, she's going to smell now too. So she came out after he left. We both like just reeked of his BO oh. and like, she had to like take her, she had this one pillow, like a, like a decorative pillow on her bed. and She had to like wash it by hand because like the smell just wouldn't come out of it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so I don't know if I'd ever book with him (laughs) again.
0: Yeah, interesting though that he did a double session with two different people back to back
1: Mm -hmm. in the same
0: house. That's wild.
1: That was was the first time that that ever happened. We were actually, we were like, there's no way he's actually going to do this because they can be freaky, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But he did. We were were shocked. We were like, wow, he actually went through with it.
0: Did you guys write him a uh, karma on the site? I, I, you.
1: I don't remember. Well, I think we booked off of the site. So if you write a karma and you book off of the site, it's kind of sketchy. Like Cuddle Comfort's very strict. Um, if, they, if you give your phone number out without booking through the site, they can ban your device. Like they, they can ban your IP address. Like my one roommate was banned for over a year hmm. just because she gave her phone. So if you like screw Cuddle comfort right out of their money, they're coming after
0: you. Nah, yeah. 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 They, mm-hmm. they come for you. Don't they? Yeah. Um, do you, did you, have you given yourself like a time frame of when you will stop? If you want to stop, do you think this is something you can sustain for a long time? Or do you um, want to ever stop? Have you even thought about it?
1: I think at a certain point I will probably maintain the relationships that I've made that I um that that I like, that I like, you know, like with my regulars, I'll probably just keep seeing them. But at a certain point, you know, I don't think I don't think this is something I want to do forever. Especially I think it would get tricky like In the future, if I have, like, a family, like, where am I going to be, like, having these random men come, (laughs) like, um, so for now, while I'm in my 20s, while I'm still figuring everything out, I think it's a good kind of, like, side hustle.
0: Big time. (laughs) I'd say. Yeah. I mean, listen, mm-hmm. 130 bucks an hour. Yeah, that's not even if it's just for one day. Yeah. <laughs> really, you know, one a mm-hmm. day is just ideal. Wow. Yeah. Um, what are for non people who aren't aware of professional cuddling? What are what are some of the questions that you've gotten that no that I haven't thought to ask you or anything that made you go that is a weird question to ask?
1: Mm-hmm. Anything stands out? Um. Let me think about that one. I don't know. Um, A lot of people ask, um, is there like um, a specific type of person? Like, do you you recognize that there's like um, a certain race or like creed that like you get more inquiries from? And for me, surprisingly, I had no idea that but it makes sense um i get a lot of hasidic clients
0: interesting mm-hmm. yeah what, why do you think that
1: is i mean you know i think the whole their culture is pretty sexually oppressive um i don't i don't know well for their, their views on cuddling is, <laughs> but um clearly they don't they, get it at home no, they they also, like, once they find out that I'm Jewish, they're like, oh, my God, I think they feel, like, better about it. Yeah, guilt? <laughs> yeah, and um, um, I always ask them, like, questions about, like, their culture, and um, I always ask them if they've ever heard of the Bee Gees, and they never have. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah that but, um, says a lot because I mean look at you
0: you're 24 and you know of the Bee Gees right
1: mm-hmm. but um yeah so it, it's it's interesting I meet people that I would never you know I, I pass a acidic man on on the street and he won't even look at me but um and I have them in my bed sometimes <laughs> um it's it's crazy you know you There's so many different people that I've met that I'm like, wow, I just had this really intimate experience with a complete stranger. And that's cool. It can be really cool sometimes um, if it's the right kind of person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can
0: imagine. Does it get, do you feel, um, since you said you're able to separate, but do you ever personally ever feel a little lonely, Taylor? Or your own your own person Just in life just in life do you ever experience loneliness?
1: Oh definitely yeah. yeah I think that's um like a very universal feeling and I don't know if um like for me with the sessions people always ask me if like I enjoy them like I said they can be enjoyable but you know there's also times where I'm like, when will this be over? Mm-hmm. So the cuddling, if that when that comes when in regards to my loneliness, it doesn't really I don't really consider it something that could like alleviate that. It's more of like a job. Mm-hmm. Um, but but there are times where um I'm with someone who's respecting all my boundaries, who's super nice, who um you know, it's just like a decent person. And I'm like, okay, this is actually a really good experience. And I think I'm benefiting from it too.
0: Mm. Wow. Sounds so good. Mm-hmm. You know, you are providing a service that is needed. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like there yeah. is absolute honor in uh, what you do, you know? <laughs> yeah. Thanks. I mean, have you heard otherwise?
1: No, no. Um, I think, I hope I don't sound like i'm like um coming down on cuddle comfort and everything uh i cuz i feel like i may be a little bit jaded from some of the clients that were like you know didn't really respect boundaries and stuff like that but i do think it's it's a really important um service to be provided and um you know like I said physical touch is so important and I think a lot of people like and like I said with um the 20 year old who I saw recently who was just like super stressed out like at the end of the session he just like looked at me and was like thank you and he hugged me and I was like oh like it was really sweet like I felt like I actually like helped him out and that was nice so like that's that's why I like to do it like um if they could all be like that, it would be awesome. Yeah.
0: Would you say that this, uh, cu- cuddlers who come to you, is do you, do you think it's a kink? It's not a kink, is it? Or is it, they truly um, have a need for this type of connection?
1: I think some people, like the cuddle enthusiasts, like the hardcore cuddle enthusiasts, like it's not a kink, but like an intense hobby like there's forums on the site where like a lot of people spend like their whole day. It's like their form of social media, just like posting and discussing and talking about cuddling. Um, which, you know, is something I had no idea about. And some people, you know, if I'm like trying to get some sessions in for the week or something, I'll message someone. They'll be like, you know, I don't, I don't cuddle professionals, like, which are the people who you have to pay on the site. So a lot of people are there just to cuddle for free as well and find people to cuddle with. Really? There are people Mm -hmm. who do this
0: willingly for free? Yep. Wow.
1: Yeah.
0: Wow. Hey, listen, service is service, right? Charity Mm -hmm. is charity. It's a form of giving. And if that's what they want to give, kudos to them.
1: Yeah, (laughs) seriously.
0: Amazing. Amazing. Have we left any stones unturned?
1: I don't know. I feel like we covered a lot here.
0: You know, let's let's kind of deviate a little bit because you might know more about it than I do. Um, Okay. What are some other ways that people make money from their home without being considered professional sex workers and having intercourse? Like I think you mentioned a pay pig at one point or, or oh. those types of other ways of BDSM, yeah. is that considered?
1: So yeah, um, actually someone close to me in my life is a financial dominatrix. She has a femdom Twitter, a findom Twitter. Um, and People will pay her tribute. They have her, you know, like Venmo or cash app. They'll just send her money for the sake of sending her money. There's cash meets where um, they organize like a time to meet up and they will just give her cash. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just like a form of female worship. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they refer to her as like goddess, mistress, stuff like that. And um, I think, you know, that's a really empowering way to make money (laughs) as a young woman.
0: Right, so so does she, okay. People are just willingly just sending her money just because she has to Mm -hmm. do nothing in return?
1: Absolutely nothing. You know, they, they kind of want her to be like mean to them. Oh,
0: so she has to like talk dirty, but like abusive.
1: Yeah, not even like talk dirty. It's kind of just like, <laughs> like kind of like it, it would be like bullying, you know. It would be like what?
0: Bullying. Bull- oh
1: bullying. Oh. oh, got it. They like to be like humiliated and talked down to. That's definitely that's that's where we get into like the kinky fetish side of things.
0: Now is this something she does over the phone or in person?
1: It's over over text uh, most of the time. Um, And then, you know, the cash meets are in person. Um, But that's, yeah, I know recently she like met up with someone who just wanted her to put her feet on his face for 30 minutes. (laughs) She made like a bunch of money from that. So, you know, everyone has their very specific things that get them off and, you know.
0: It's so interesting. (laughs) I would love to explore all the fuckeries before I wrap what the fuckery up. (laughs) You know, I've given myself a number that I have to hit and then I'm done with the podcast. So listeners, you heard it here. I do plan on having, just like the question I asked you, right? Do you have a timeline? I too have a timeline. And uh, I would, do you think your financial dominatrix would want to talk to me and share just like you just
1: did? I can definitely talk to her and and see why not. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah.
0: And you know what would be even better, and I'm going to put it out there, is someone who likes to do that, like pays, like the person who does.
1: Uh, oh, yeah. That would be really interesting. I would love to. I would listen to that. Yeah. In your, your psyche.
0: Um, what is their name? Like, what do you call someone who likes to be dominated financially? Is there a name? A pig,
1: pig. A pay pig. Or like a sub. But like not, not your typical sub, like a... Um, Sometimes they go by like sissy sub, um, but PayPig usually is like the all encompassing, like name that you would call them.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna put an ad on Twitter. Hey, if you're a PayPig, please DM me.
1: <laughs> you will get responses, I promise. Oh my,
0: I love it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to do that. Yeah. Oh, Taylor, it's so good to see your beautiful face.
1: Oh, it was so good seeing you too. Yeah, thank you
0: for doing this. Now, um, I, I don't know if you want to share any kind of way to get people, or are you happy with just staying, you know, anonymous? Like, you, you don't do this directly, so you,
1: yeah. you don't have a site
0: that you want to promote, right?
1: I mean, I would just say if you're interested, like, hop on Cuddle Comfort, and um, you if you set your location to brooklyn you'll probably find me so i'll leave it at that
0: right it goes by location too that's right Mm -hmm. well that makes sense it's kind of like a dating app
1: yep go yeah (laughs) i love it Mm -hmm. i love it
0: yeah all right what do i i have this thing where at the end of every episode my guest say goodbye to my listeners our listeners the way they say goodbye to people in their lives do you have a cute way you say goodbye to either your pets to your housemates or to your family is there a cute thing you
1: say (laughs) um we talk in weird accents in this house um so (laughs) i i think we would sometimes we're just like boy oh, i love you oh love you all right oh, i love you
0: <laughs> let's say that to the audience at the count of three one mm. two three bye oh, i
1: love you <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs>